Welcome to Cake Money Confidential, hosted by your girl, Taylor Quinn. I'm a business mentor, wife, mom, projector, Enneagram 3, cancer sign, and making money is my love language. Around here, we believe business gets to be wildly profitable and fun as fudge cake. In 2020, my first full calendar year in business, I made over $400,000 cash while full-time teaching, wifing, and growing a tiny human. Because I combine the woo and the work, I know I can have it all, and I'm here to teach and show you, you can too. You ready for an episode so juicy it should be confidential? Grab a slice of cake and let's dive in. What the heck and Bob is up, fam? Okay, so quickie content hit. Let me, I just want to chat with you all about my vision for this and my intention with this. And I just sort of see this like morphing and changing how we do this episode over time. Um, and as I was like creating the notes because there were notes involved in prep for this podcast episode, like that's how fucking juicy it is. If you know, you know. Um, as I was creating notes for it, I'm like, ooh, this actually needs to be a two-part episode. And so I don't know what this is going to look like in the future. I know that we're going to continue to do episodes like this because I know you all are going to find them so fucking valuable. Um, so let me like really DM me. After you listen to this podcast episode, DM me. It'll all make sense at the end of this. I want to hear from you. I want to know how you love this. I want to know what came through for you. All of that to say, this will be two parts. Um, and then we're going to continue to play with it in the upcoming months and see how like often this this becomes a thing. I just have a feeling like you all are going to love this so freaking much. And I'm just so excited. Okay, so... Here's my intention. I wanted to create an episode that you could listen to that's going to provoke an overflow of content ideas, like truly just like an overflow of content ideas. And what I have done for this episode specifically is I have gone into my insights on Instagram and I've looked at my top performing posts within the last 30 days. So posts and reels to bring proven ideas to you. Now, this is an episode. I'm just going to say it like I already said it. You're going to want to have your notes app ready, your notebook, your typewriter. <laughs> still whatever the hell you write on, you're going to want to have it out because uh, just buckle up. Okay. It's going to be juicy. Um, before we dive into that one thing, like I just want us to do a really quick check-in. This is so damn important because content is not a short gratification game. Like it's just not, it's not a short term game. I have been creating content on social media for years now like literal years and what's so cool is sometimes I will get dms from you all which I see you you know who you are I fucking love you who's like they'll they'll speak to something that they seen years ago like when I used to show up on um tbt to science and squats when I was a, a beach body coach and I had a whole entirely separate instagram from what I have now and it's like they followed me back in the science and squat days and they followed me when I was like fumbling and learning content and just doing the damn thing over there, which is just so freaking cool. And so that's why I say like, we have to have a really strong intention with our content. We have to have a very strong why, but we also have a have, have to have a long-term context. And what I want you to do is be brutally honest with yourself. Like, are you creating to go viral? Are you creating so someone will buy? Are you creating so everyone loves you and likes all of your content? Are you creating so that you know, the post within five seconds gets a million views and blah, 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 blah. 
right? You go viral and you never have to work again. That's like not how it works. <laughs> First and foremost, anyways, are you creating because you feel like it's another thing that you have to check off your to-do list? Like what is the intention with the creation and what is the energy behind it? Or are you creating, are you creating because you are so devoted to creating? Are you creating because you love to create? Are you creating because you cannot wait to change the motherfucking world through this piece of content? One life through this piece of content. Are you creating because you love the act of practicing genuine self-expression and a way of sharing your creative genius online? Like what are your content values and standards and how do you hold yourself to those things? And I want to share a few of mine because this is literally so damn important because it does impact the language that you choose in your content. It does impact your consistency. It does impact how you feel as you create and how often you create, right? So my values and standards around content are to give so freely and generously in my content. Like I really want people to land on my profile and be like, fuck, she is so generous in her content. Like (laughs) that is the first thing that like, I just want them to be like, damn, this is so helpful, right? I want my content to be a go-to resource for my people. But I also, at the same time, I want my content to repel the people that are not ready for me, cannot handle me or think I'm too much. Like that's actually perfect because I'm going to be too much every single fucking chance I can get. Like, let's just do that. Let's just know that. Right. Um, and so I also want my content to repel the people who aren't ready for me yet or may never be right. Cause I, I'm not for everybody. Let's be honest. And so I, I want my content to be a reflection of that. Um, I want my content to give in a way that someone could literally use my profile, my free content on Instagram to create their first six figures in their business or their next six figures. Like that's how good I want my content to be. And that's the standard that I hold myself to. And that's, that's, I mean, it's just, I create my content through the lens of generosity and service and value, right? Like non-circumstantial generosity, I do it because I love it. I do it because I love giving. I do it because I love helping my people. And my other value and intention is to really romanticize the content creation process, right? So have so much fun with it. Do it in a way that feels fun for me and easy. And like, I want to continue to do it, right? This, the, the other thing is, is that I am, I'm devoted to creating daily. Like it's that devotion piece to creating daily. And this is a side note, um, but this has been such a game changer for me because we talk about people like discipline all the time in the industry. We hear people talk about it all the time. Discipline this, you got to have discipline, discipline over motivation, blah, blah, blah. I say devotion over discipline, right? And this slight shift in language and energy has been absolutely everything for me right? Words hold energy. Spoken language is huge when it comes to energetics and the way that you speak about things, it impacts how you feel as you do them, right? Which is why if you're my client, like you already know this, I will call you out all day long on your chosen words. Like my, my client will be in the middle of like sending me a message or like it's a Voxer message or whatever. And I'm like, oh, pause. We need to actually dive deeper into this. Like we need to dive deeper into this. Like the other day, one of my clients was talking to me and she was like, I know that this, this offer is complex. And I'm like, pause. What if you sold this? Like it was the easiest fucking thing to understand. What if you sold this? Like this was the most simple strategy that's going to lead to your people making millions. Like, and so the way that we speak about things really, really indicates also how we feel about it, but then also the energy that we hold when we're when we're doing the thing, right? And so anyways, words hold energy. Let's break down devotion versus discipline for a second. Um, Because this has been just a game changer in my life with taking action, not just with content, right? So devotion, love, loyalty, or enthusiasm for a person, activity, or cause. That's devotion. 
Discipline, the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. Like, are y'all fucking kidding me? Why have we never Googled the definition to discipline? Like, (laughs) what? When I Googled that definition, I was like, what? Like, okay, this is fucking creepy. <laughs> like, that was my first thought. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? We're practicing, like, we're preaching discipline in the industry. Like, what is even happening? Um, and so just, like, using, like, reminding myself, like, this is a devotion. Like, I'm devoted to this practice. I'm devoted to the practice of creating. Like, I'm devoted to the the practice of writing every single morning, right? And so... I'm just going to fucking ask you like and say it, which one feels better for you? I laugh because I like actually still cannot believe that that's the actual definition of discipline based on the way that people use it and throw it around in the industry. I just, I literally can't. Um, And honestly, which one is the cake money way? The practice of training people to obey rules. Like uh, we don't rules or what? Like we don't believe in rules here. That is not the cake money way. (laughs) That is not. We believe you can have your cake and eat it too forever and ever. Amen. Right? Like that's just is what it is. So which one feels better for you? Honestly. Right? So can you lead into devotion? And what this looks like for me with my creation process is I just carve out space to create content every day because I'm devoted to it. I'm so devoted to the the art and the practice of creating and just getting my thoughts on paper and writing and recording reels. Like whether I post every day or not, I'm creating some space every single day, whether that is five minutes, whether that is 20, like whatever, like literally just this morning, I'm at that stage of my pregnancy as, as I'm recording this, I'm 35 weeks pregnant and I'm at that stage in pregnancy where it's like pregnancy insomnia is just a thing. Like last night I got less than six hours of sleep. My toddler woke up twice throughout the night. Like it just, it is what it is. You know what I mean? And so I was like, I'm just going to get up early. And so I did like a little journaling. I had my coffee. I did a card pool. And then I just went into creating content and I created this podcast episode. I created a couple of posts. Um, But it's like, really, can you just get yourself in the practice of creating the devotion of creating, right? Having that love and loyalty and enthusiasm enthusiasm what is that enthusiasm enthusiasm that word sounded dirty anyways enthusiasm for the activity of creating right um okay so things to really check in with right now things to check in with what's the intention of my content like what is the intention of your content right? This is really going to help you stay connected to the bigger picture, the longer term context of your content, the longer term vision. It's also going to help you transcend external validation, right? If the intention of your content is like, oh my God, I could change one life today with this piece of content. You're not going to throw a freaking hissy fit when a million people don't like it in two seconds. You're going to be like, oh damn, like one person read this and that's perfect, right? Or you're going to know like, ooh, this changed one life. One person commented on it, which means I know 10 other people are thinking, thinking the same exact thing, right? Or 10 other people, they didn't comment on it, but they're out, they're taking action on what I spoke about and it's going to change their fucking life, right? They're going to go make their six figure. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's first and foremost, really check in. What's your intention with your content? What is the transformation of your content? 
This is huge. What do you want the transformation of your content to be? This is also going to ensure that as you're creating content, you're adding to your brand, right? What does it look like for your content in general to have its own transformation? And does every single piece of content that you post add to that transformation? This question is going to ensure again that your content builds a brand, okay? And you're not just throwing random shit up there (laughs) because... We just don't need to do that. Um, Well, actually, there's a time and a place for that, but this episode is not it. So how do I want to serve the absolute fuck out of someone through my content? And notice that I don't say everyone. I say, how do I want to serve the fuck out of someone through my content? One person. One person. Focus on one person. When we focus on serving many through our content, what happens is we use vague language. We try to give a million different nuances so that nobody's pissed off about it. We try to, uh, you know, appease everyone's situation and everybody's circumstance. And then when somebody reads it, it's like we try to resonate with everyone and then nobody resonates with it. Literally not a single freaking person. And so how do you want to serve the buck out of one person who wants the desired transformation through your content? right? And they're going to fill your heart through your intention. This is everything, right? And this is really, again, that last question, like focusing on one person is going to ensure that you're not holding back, right? Okay. Now let's dive into the actual top performing posts. I feel like that could literally be an episode on its own. (laughs) Um, Let's chat top performing posts that I want you to play around with. So I looked at, and again, like we're going to start like talking about the data today and then next Wednesday when the next podcast episode releases it's going to be part two of this episode but you're going to leave with minimum two like literal fire fucking post ideas that you can implement this week so I looked at reels and posts over the last 30 days in two different metric categories so I looked at saves and then I also looked at reaches so um we're going to be looking at reels today and we're going to be looking at the reels that got the most saves for me in the last 30 days. So my top performing reel in terms of saves was the one where I said, here's what I changed in my content. And I'm actually going to, let's, I'm going to link the Instagram post for you in the show notes so that you can just immediately click and go to them and make it super easy. So here's what I changed in my content to scale to 800 K per year. So there was a random sound that I found that was trending. Like I'll just scroll reels, find a random, like you can look at that little arrow where the audio is. It's pointing up. It means it's trending. Like I don't give too much time, energy, wait to, to like trending sounds or whatever. So I just try to find the trending one. That is what I try to do. I found one. The sound made sense for my brand. So I use that sound and then I just did a random video. Like y'all, the video for this <laughs> literally go watch it. It's so simple. It was first thing in the morning when I woke up, I was in my PJs. My shirt was literally inside out. It was on backwards. It was just me like putting my hair up. I was turned to the side. I was putting my hair up. I turned to face the camera and I just like walked over and like rubbed my stomach and I sped it up a little bit. So like it wasn't in real time. It was like two times speed maybe. Um, so it says, here's what I changed in my content to scale at 800 K per year. A couple seconds later, six things to six things in caption is the text that came up on the reel. These are text on the actual reel. Now in the caption, it was short, punchy and to the point. It was like rapid fire style, like one, two, three sentences per thing. Boom, 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 boom. And it was very simple. I mean, everything in my business is simple, right? But it was very simple things that my people could immediately go like do or shift their way of thinking about in order to see results. Okay. It got 151 saves, which is really, really great um, for a reel specifically. So just really successful. Now, 
it wasn't like the time length on the reel wasn't that long. Um, I'm actually going to pause because I want to go look at how long it was. Okay, your girl is back. It was 11 seconds. Um, so it wasn't a long reel at all. It was also wasn't a super short reel. So the saves, obviously, it comes from the caption. Like it comes from the fact that the caption was straight to the point, valuable things that could be immediately implemented or limiting beliefs that were immediately shifted. So people are going to want to come back to that. Okay. Now the next reel, the next best performing reel was it's the hook was when you just invested multiple five figures in a business mentor and the only sales advice they give you is to hold the energy. <laughs> now <laughs> I had so much fucking fun creating this and this is just goes to show you like your energy behind your creation process and your content is so important. Like if you, if when you're creating content, you can literally feel your body like constricting or like you're hunched over at your computer, like your brow is furring, your, your jaw is tight and like really pay attention to that. Like, or are you actually having fun with your content? Because the posts that always perform the best are the ones that I genuinely love creating. Like I'm having so much fun while creating it, while writing it. It feels just so expansive versus constrictive. So really pay attention to your body language. And it's like, if you notice your body constricting or your shoulders hunching or like your, you know, eyebrow furring, like what, furring, is that even the word? <laughs> Somebody DM me and tell me if that's the word. Like, I'm not kidding. Is that the fucking word? <laughs> I'm going to Google it after, you know, it's so funny. I run a seven figure business and the amount of times that I have to Google the correct spelling for something or like what a word actually means. And if that's the word that I'm meaning to use right now is mind boggling. So there's that. Anybody can fucking do it. Um, actually, I don't believe that. I don't believe anybody can do it because not everybody's willing to do what it takes. Are we going to have another podcast episode inside of one? No, we're not. We're going to get back on track. Okay. So. Again, the hook, uh, the hook is when you just invested multiple five figs in a business mentor and they and the only sales advice you give or you get is to hold the energy. So here's the thing. That hook really called out something that many may be extremely annoyed with, right? Which led to them actually reading the caption. So I know that a lot of people in the industry and I know that a lot of mentors mentor this way when their client comes to them with a sales issue. It's not even an issue, right? It's just like they want support with sales. The only advice they get is to hold the energy, hold the energy, hold the energy. And they don't actually get anything strategic or, or tangible. And a big part of my brand is we do the woo and the work, right? We do the belief work. We do the energetic work. We do the mindset work, but we equally do the strategy work, the simplified strategy, the action, um, the proven shit that works just like we're talking about today, right? The things that we don't work, these posts work. So now, in the caption, I address my mentorship style, right? So I spoke to something that my people I knew were annoyed about, or they may have experienced before, right? And then in the caption, I addressed my particular style around this, and then I went on to provide value. So I gave areas to really look at in terms of their sales and just their business, honestly, in general, if their sales are slow or areas to look at if they simply wanted more sales, like they wanted more growth in that area. And so people were likely thinking, okay, let me save this because I know I will come back and use these audit questions to identify my area of focus. Like 
if I'm experienced, like people who are currently in a quote unquote sales dip or they were like things are slow or what the hell ever, like they're going to save that. Like you're going to save that post because you're going to want to come back to those questions and say, okay, let me actually dive in here. Let me figure out if there's anything that I can be doing strategically in order to increase my sales. The other flip side of that is if like, Ooh, I, I want to increase my sales because who doesn't want to? Like, let's just be honest. I want to increase my sales. There's never going to be a day in my business that I don't want to increase my sales. <laughs> Same for you. Like, you're listening to this podcast because you want more money. That's just is what it is. Um, and so you're going to save that because you're going to come back to it and say, okay, where's my blind spots? Where could I be putting in a little bit more energy, a little bit more effort, transcend the laziness here to, sh- to like see that increase in sales. So it got 45 saves. Now that's a big difference compared to my last one. So I'm actually looking at those two things of like, okay, why did the first one get 151 saves when the second one got 45 saves? Okay. Um, Now for me, when I'm looking at that, it's like one thing that I do know about reels and just social media in general are people like people are scrolling quickly. They just are. And so one thing that like I am in a season and this is something that I'm really working on and really refining is being like short and to the point when it comes to my marketing. So being short and to the point when it comes to my Instagram content so that it makes it very, very, very easy for my people to digest the whole thing. Now, this is actually a really big struggle for me because as a teacher, I want to like give the entire training in like one post, which just you can't on Instagram, right? Like you literally just can't. And so I'm really looking at ways of like, okay, how can I actually take this one post and make it 10? Right. And it still be just as valuable. But now I have more content. My people can like consume it easier, easily. Um, and it's going to lead to more saves like this. So that's the big difference that I see is like, I think the first one got way more saves because that caption was actually very short, sweet to the point, punchy could immediately take action. Um, and they had to think less about it. Like, let's be honest. They had to think less about it because I told them immediately what to do versus in the second one, I'm giving you thought provoking questions that you actually need to think about to see the blind spot. Okay. Both are equally important. That doesn't mean I'm going to stop posting things where I ask questions so people can reflect on their own process, what they're doing, see their blind spots, because that's so, so important. We're just talking about in terms of performance. Okay. Now your two content ideas. So the first one, I want you to think about something and also like I would encourage you to do reels. Like I'm going to encourage you to do reels. You can do them in a way that looks, <laughs> looks good. That's not what I meant to say. That feels good for you. Like you do not me, me saying this, you do not need to create reels. Like I create reels, right? You do not need to dance. Like I did in the second example that I gave, like you, it can literally be so simple. Like my first one. And that's why I love that these two are my top performing because it shows that both get to work really, really well. Right. Um, It could just be like a random video of you doing something throughout the day, okay? It doesn't have to be you dancing and acting a fool like me (laughs) because I love that. Um, Anyways, so the first idea is think about something that you have like elevated, changed, you've pivoted, et cetera, to see massive, like massive success, right? Um, And so I want you to use the idea of the sentence starter. Here's what I changed in my blank, which is your area of focus to, and then you're going to insert a very specific desired transformation, right? Like mine was, again, here's what I changed in my content, which is the area of focus to scale to 800K per year. That is a specific desired transformation of my people, right? Um, A couple examples. So here's what I changed in my diet. That's the area of focus to celebrate pain-free periods for three years straight. Celebrate pain-free periods. 
That's a tongue twister. Pain-free periods for three years straight. That's the desired transformation, but it's very specific, right? Or here's what I changed in my day-to-day life to get pregnant the first try. Very, very specific, okay? And then in the caption, I want you to include five to six tips. Be as short and sweet as possible. Remember, the idea and the intention behind this is that your people can immediately go change, shift, implement at least one of these things and see the win right away, right? That's actually what we want our content to do is people can see the win so that that they they just want to immediately hire us. They're like ready to throw money at us, right? Um, And then, of course, like go in the show notes and look at my post for an example, The second post that I want you to play around with is I want you to think about what other people do in your industry or something they teach that you know hinders the success of your people and also you just do it differently, right? Think about your methodology. Think about your process. How do you do it differently from, you know, Susie down the street that does the same exact, like helps their clients see the same transformation that you do? If your name is Susie, I love you. (laughs) I just couldn't think of another one in the the moment, okay? Um, Anyways, so another way that you could actually think about this is what is something your dreamy clients feel so annoyed to hear, right? Like what is advice that they are getting that they're just like, if I hear that one more time, I'm going to poke my eyeballs out. And you know that that advice is actually hindering their success, okay? Now you could do this like I did it from a point of view style reel, or you could do like a song in the B-roll video. It truly does not matter. Like play around with this. Um, a couple examples is point of view, you go to the doctor for the 50th time only to hear your blood work looks normal. Um, point of view when you're a medical or excuse me point of view when your medical provider tells you you have to labor on your back right these are things that like your dreamy client if you support your clients with like you know a natural pain-free birth or you support your clients with health and nutrition like poop labs like whatever it is you know what I mean it's like these are things that your dreamy clients are likely very tired of hearing right? And so the caption, I want you to insert your methodology or the way that you do things differently in terms of like what you believe about this topic, right? So what do you believe about laboring on your back? What do you believe about um, your, you know, provider saying blood work looks normal? Like what do you believe about this topic, right? This area of focus. And then I want you to give direction. So what are their next best steps? What can they look at or do in order to start seeing results immediately, right? Whether they're reflection questions, whether they're actually like go do one, two, and three, right? Again, the point of content is we really want our people to be able to immediately go take action with the path of least resistance, right? Now on next week's episode, we will be diving into other data and you're going to leave with more ideas just so juicy that they should be confidential. Um, Here's the thing. When you create these posts, DM them to me. Like DM them to your girl so I can love on them and I want to see them in action. I love you so damn much. And also I forgot to mention, if you have not joined the email fam at this point for baby girl's birthday party, I talked about this on last week's episode, but if you have not joined the email list, trust me when I say you're going to want to be on it because what's going to happen, what's going to go down is we're throwing a surprise birthday party, right? I am going to be texting my assistant when baby girl arrives Earthside, and we are going to be sending out a series of emails. And I am so excited about these things because we are going to be releasing never, be seen, never before seen offers, insane discounts on offers that have existed and have proven client success stories like bonuses like limited I'm literally like stuttering because there's just so much okay all you need to know is that you need to be on that thing we don't know when it's going to happen because it's a surprise party we don't know when I'm going to go into labor we don't know any of the things 
but I'm so freaking excited. Make sure that you join the email fam so that you do not miss baby girl's birthday party. I love you all so much. I cannot wait to see your posts in my DMs and I'll see you all next week. Podcast fam, listen, hold your cake pops. Your girl needs to tell you something. It would mean the absolute freaking world to me if you would share our podcast with your three closest business besties. So if you love this episode as much as I love you and you want to help our podcast create even more impact in this world, take a screenshot of this episode and just text your best friend like, Sam, you got to listen to this ASAP. I'm so thankful for you and your support. Wishing you a booty load of cake and massive amounts of money. I love you so freaking much. See you next week.